Welcome to ICP with We. In the name of Merry Conversations, this is our ongoing examination of the holiday spirit. I'm Eric. And I'm Aaron. And today we're reviewing Christmas. Kids, today we have a special treat. A word from your friend Santa. Cookies and milk. Motherfucking cookies and goddamn milk. Is that all you cocksuckers can think to give me? I bring you VCRs, video games, all kind of shit, and you give me cookies and goddamn milk? Yeah, that's a fucking fair trade. Oh, oh yeah, pardon me. There's something else you cocksuckers give me. It's letters. Three billion motherfucking letters. Merry goddamn Christmas. Fuck you. I quit. What is up, everybody? Christmas time is here. What song is that? That is right. What is that uh, song? That is an, it's an original. Oh, okay. It's a Gris original. Okay, that's good. It's coming from my my Christmas album, Grismas. <laughs> a white Grismas. You are. I'm dreaming of a white Grismas. What, you should do another album called The Gris Who Stole Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you know how fucking funny that would be if I did a, you know what? You're a mean one, Mr. Gris. Mr. Gris, you make me want to hurl. Oh, I thought you were going to say you make me want to piss, and I thought that was really oh. funny, even before you said it. Mr. You Gris. make me want to piss to be good. I, would, I, I, feel like, I feel like I have that effect on people. Yeah, or you smell like stale old piss, something like that. You smell like stale old piss. <laughs> okay, okay, let's get to it. We need to make an introduction. We do need to make an introduction. Uh, a dirty little introduction at that. Dirtiest. Y'all, welcome to the Christmas episode. For those of you who have listened to us for a long time, uh, long time listeners, first time callers, if you will, <laughs> uh, we always do an episode around the holiday season. With our good buddy, Andy. Hi. And that is that is him. That That's is him. No, so we haven't changed. We're still doing it. With we're Andy. still doing it. We're still doing it with Andy. Yeah, we're still doing it with Andy. Yeah. We, don't, we haven't stopped yet. No. We won't ever stop. Never stop, never stopping. We can't stop. We won't, we won't stop. stop. We Andy, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? I mean. You know, I'm well. Yeah, doing I mean doing better now that we're doing a Christmas episode again with Andy. We're back for the third annual. Dude, this the is like third annual. The third annual Christmas special. Oh, exactly. there we go. There we go. So, Andy, in case we have some new listeners that have not gone back and listened to our previous Christmas episodes or if we have people Ooh. that have been listening since the beginning, but we're like, fuck Christmas. I don't want to listen to those episodes. But this year had a change of heart and decided they want to listen. Maybe their heart grew three times its size. It's possible. Yeah. Maybe the who's changed how they feel about Christmas at some point over the last yeah, maybe months. Cindy Lou who whipped their dumb ass into shape. Yeah. Everybody needs a little of that in their life. But anyway, whatever led to them not hearing the previous, but hearing this one for context. 
Andy is a friend of ours that we've known for many years. Andy and I are slash were in a band together for a long time called Hollowed Out. Andy played guitar, uh, but also we're just like homies. We've traveled all over the country with the band and stuff together. We've hung out. We've made wonderful music together, had great experiences. We've done two previous Christmas episodes. Aaron and Andy did a morning show for a while. I, I Do you still do it? You don't still do it, right? No, no. no, that, no. Fell, that fell off, but it was a blast. That was, <laughs> that fun. was fun. That was a lot of fun. Dude, it was so fun, but it was, it was just hard to get the traction we wanted with it. So Andy, you are a musician extraordinaire in all kinds of bands. You're in like a dozen bands now. What talk to us about some of your projects currently. So currently the only active bands I'm in, I'm in a band called earth rot. Um, we put out as our, as our lineup now, well, like last year when we were doing a Christmas episode, we had just put out um, like our first single with like that full new lineup or whatever. Since then, we've put out another single and then a full EP and two music videos, played a bunch of shows. Um, it's been a blast. Um, it's very much like um, just super, super aggressive metalcore. A lot of people are calling us deathcore, but I wouldn't really put it, categorize it that way. Oh, I thought you were a screamo band. Yeah, that too. A little bit, a little bit of screamo, you know, some, <laughs> I, some, I some, thought some y'all cry, crying, sounded great, but out. why all the screaming? Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just, you just want to, you just want to sound, you know, really, really edgy. Like sometimes my music scares people. Yeah. You know? I, you know, the music is okay, but I just, I can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> but then, uh, I'm also in a hardcore band right now called heat. And, uh, that's, that's actually with a lot of, hollowed out members it's basically hollowed out minus eric because eric eric moved away yeah um <laughs> you heard it here first everybody andy's in heat i am in heat <laughs> i am in heat is uh, so is it is it named after the um state that female animals are in when it's time to mate is that how you got the name of the band you know you're gonna have to ask dave he came up with it um, oh if it was dave then 100 yeah, that's absolutely, it absolutely yeah, that's it, the case yeah, yeah. I, I think so too i think so too um, and i'm gonna definitely spread that yeah yeah put yeah, it on dude, the internet dude spread spread it just like uh just like you spread your christmas cheer and and cause everybody to make water well just like female dogs spread them when they're in heat <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i hate it um okay so that's andy andy also loves food and video games i love food and video games that's uh, like outside of like like music Pretty much the only things in that in life that bring me joy is hanging out with my friends and my wife and playing video games and eating food. Great Borat voice. That <laughs> my wife. Yeah, I mean, yet, I'm still yet to ever do that, Aaron. None of that sounds bad to me. That all sounds like good hangs. Yeah, good yeah. hangs and dope time. It sounds like food, folks, and fun. Dude, yeah, that's my Andy life. and I used to actually regularly uh, gather for uh, fellowship between meals. We should um, do. We should do that some more. I mean, I live over, even closer over to, meals. I, I live even closer to you now than I used. Oh, to. did you move? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in Little Elm, but like on the Frisco side. Oh, what the fuck? You live super close to me now. Yeah, I'm. I live right next to you know where that that Flix Brew House place is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like to live right. That place there. is cool. I like going there. You heard it, uh, yeah. everybody. You know where Andy's house is. There's a yeah, lot of the, there's the a address? lot of there's a lot of apartments over here. It's, oh, one, it's, of a, it's one two three. Fuck yourself, Lane. Wait, uh, so is it right <laughs> off three eighty? 
No, no, no. It's uh, it's uh, south of that. I mean, oh, yeah, okay. south, south. yeah, it's by the I high school. Point. It's uh, two thirty two. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think that's most of what we need to get into. We've got a little bit of housekeeping at the top and then we're going to get into our Christmas topics. Uh, Aaron, do you want to give everybody the bad slash good news? Some some people already know this. Some people already know this. And now everybody's going to know this because I'm going to shout it from the proverbial rooftops from the because because we do not have a new album or albums to review during this season because it didn't happen. We understand why. So unfortunately, this is our final episode of season five. Right. Exactly. After this, y'all, we're going to be taking a break. And we're going to be back with new episodes in season six, starting on January 4th, 2023. So we're going to be taking a, a little bit of a break for the holidays. We don't have anything new to review. We're, we're going to start our, you know, ramp up our holiday cheer with this episode and then coast it out until the new year. And then we're going to be beginning. This is this is the good news. This is the good part. Yes. Is that when you hear us again. You're also going to hear somebody who is far more competent and knowledgeable about Twisted talking to us about Most Tasteless. Robbie from Twisted History is going to be joining us for that episode. I'm, I'm actually two episodes. We're going to do both versions of the album in two separate episodes, both with Robbie. And I'm excited about it. Ooh, Robbie's joining us for both. I didn't yes. know yep. that. That's very exciting. OK, awesome. All right. So there you go. Housekeeping. If if you don't hear from us for a minute, well, jump in the discord and say hi. We'll be around, but we'll still be available to right. chat it up with our homies. Of course, you won't get episodes for a couple of weeks, but we'll be back with so much more content in the new year. Oh, much Look, more. Let's get into Christmas. If you've if you've listened to our Christmas episodes in the past, you already know what the format is. I'm going to present a Christmas related topic or question. Then we're each going to give our thoughts or answers and discuss them. And I want to start with video games. This one came to me as I, I it was it was a legitimate thing that I was like, we should talk about this. There are lots of Christmas movies out there, right? That people play, watch every year, right? There's Christmas music and songs. There's Christmas books. But what about Christmas video games? Can you think of any Christmas video games that exist? And if so, do you have any favorites? Aaron, let's start with you. And I'm talking about Christmas themed games, not a game with a snow level or something like that, because there are plenty of those. But can you think of any Christmas video games? You know, I genuinely am like I've been racking my brain for the past, I think, three days with this question. And I genuinely can't think of like a, a solid Christmas themed game that I've played. OK, Um, I can Google Christmas games. Right. Yeah. And but I that's think not like what this is Saints, about. Right. But that's not you. Yeah, I think like because like, I think Saints Row had a Christmas like a DLC video or something. game. I think I don't know, but I never even I don't fucking play Saints Row. So I'm so I genuinely I don't know. I'm interested to hear what what Andy and, and yourself curious. has to hear, hear I, I you know, say about this. A couple that came to mind when I really thought about it. But I'd love to hear Andy's thoughts, because I feel like Andy is going to have a couple that that we haven't thought of. I really I'm only sure. have I really only have one. What I have one. 
and it's it's an amazing extremely underrated game it is the video game adaptation of the grinch starring jim carrey for the playstation one. Oh, it I is never so, knew they made one it is so good you guys i don't even know like how to explain how good this, it is a huh. puzzle it is a puzzle platformer and it is a fantastic oh. fantastic game i mean that um, sounds that great. format sounds fun Dude, the like oh, one, of, one of one of the early one of the early levels in the game is you're just running around almost like a sandboxy Whoville, and you've got to figure out how to get into the post office. And so you have to do all this goofy stuff like walking on like rooftops and and on power lines and dropping through like 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 shoots and stuff to get into the it's so good. It's so good. And when huh. I read this, like when you sent this question ahead of time to you know give me a little chance to think about it. Yeah. I, I immediately knew. I was like, oh, that Jim Carrey Christmas Grinch game on PS1. It was fucking amazing. Huh. I, I didn't even know that. See, there you go. There's one that's really interesting. See, the ones that came to mind for me are if you remember the Outlaw Sports Series, there's Outlaw Golf and Tennis and Volleyball. They did two special like standalone discs back in the day for the original Xbox, nine holes of Christmas and then nine more holes of Christmas. I think that was one year and then the next year. And I think you could only buy them at Blockbuster maybe, but I have, I think I have both of them. So that was one of the things that came to mind. And then I remember that there was a, like based on the Rankin Bass movie, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer game for the Wii. And that sounds awesome. Yeah. I don't know if it was awesome or not, but I remember seeing it and thinking, should I buy it? Because I'm like a huge Rankin Bass fan. I like I've collected all their movies and stuff. And I'm like, should I buy this game just because I, you know, I'm a big fan of of that movie and stuff. So I've never played it, but I'm kind of interested. I did look it up when I thought of it. And it is a real thing. It does exist. Dude, I got to find that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I I do have a Wii, so there's no reason not to track it down. I'm sure it's not going to. Well, I was going to say, I'm sure it's not going to be expensive, but you never know. Some of those games end up being. It depends rare. on how many. Yeah, it depends on how many copies they yeah. print. All right. So so here's the bigger question. Tell me what game franchise or series you would most love to see a Christmas entry or even just a a Christmas DLC add on, maybe some additional content. I'm not just talking like costumes or something because like DOA did all the holiday costumes. And I was like, this is just weird in a fighting game. But like what series do you think would benefit from or lend itself well to having a a Christmas DLC or or entry in the series? Andy, what I'm going to let you go first. Okay, so I've got two. I've okay. got two. Um, first of all, first of all, Mario. I'm thinking like Mario Odyssey or Bowser's Fury style gameplay, but the premise, right, is that Bowser is now Santa and he keeps screwing everything up being Santa. So you've got to go behind him as Mario and clean up his messes. Oh, you could oh you could also have like Bowser and sort of a a Grinch type role where Santa's doing stuff, but Bowser is like undoing it and you have to like make sure the presents get to yeah. people and do stuff. Yeah, even even so mm. Bowser's screwing up Christmas and it's up to Mario to save it. Yeah. See, Mario came to mind for me because the snow levels there are even even if you look at like Mario Kart and stuff, I think the new wave of tracks that are coming have a holiday yeah. like Christmas. And yeah. I my brain went to Mario as well. Yeah. I'm just I was imagining like in my head like you know, you're like on the sleigh and you have to platform off of the sleigh onto people's houses and then jump into them. And that's how you get your quote unquote level select. 
Oh, and then, yeah. Like, and then you would get in there like you'd have to like fix whatever it is that Bowser messed up. Another one that I th- would think would be really good was um, I don't know if you guys have played the Persona games, but each Persona game takes place over one calendar year. It starts in April and ends in April every time. And um, they brush across all of the holidays. But I think it'd be really cool to have like a whole spinoff game that takes place just during Christmas time of them having to deal with some, you know, demon that's killing people or terrorizing the cities or whatever, but all Christmas themed. It really it would really fit the vibe of those games because those games are really goofy and like and like over the top and and stylistic. And so having Mm. like a like a Christmas demon of some sort, like Krampus or something like (laughs) coming out and like devouring people. And then you're having to go through and like and like save, you know, the school or save the neighborhood or whatever, because the Persona games, you always play as teenagers that like somehow figured out how to summon demons. That's right. the premise. And they could all so, have like holiday themed personas. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that could be. See, now I thought of another kind of off the wall, over the top series that I think would work. And it will be no surprise that the one that came to mind for me was Bayonetta. Because, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I think about Rodan in the Santa suit in the first game, but also like they could do all kinds of crazy costumes and weapons that are holiday themed for Bayonetta, plus the whole like angels theme kind of jives. Like, I just think they could they could make it work. And that series, I think, is just goofy enough at times mm-hmm. that it would work, you know? Dude, yeah. Honestly, honestly, you, you hit it. Bayonetta would be incredible. Yeah. Honestly, mo- most any of like Platinum's goofier outfits could work but bayonetta would be perfect what about uh, a metal gear rising revengeance christmas or whatever i'd be i'd play it i'd play I mean, it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'd uh, play it. all right aaron what are your thoughts here um i had a couple come to mind one first and foremost so i love age of empires and i love playing age of empires 4 the newest edition I think it'd be great if they had some sort of DLC add-on or some sort of seasonal type thing that's like a uh, um, an economy booster for like a season of gathering type of shit. I don't know. Even like a visual pack, like snow pack and like uh, decorations on the buildings and shit like that would be super cool uh, for that game. But also, I think Lego Star Wars, uh, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, uh, the newest Lego Star Wars edition some cool like Christmas like puzzles and side quests and stuff would be super awesome in that game. I think. Have you watched um, those Lego like holiday specials and stuff that they've done on Disney plus the, the one I think two years ago they did the Lego star Wars holiday special. And then they did, I think last year was Halloween one. And then this year was summer vacation. Have you watched those? Yes. Yes. The Christmas I one's amazing. So is the summer vacation one. I haven't watched yep. the, the Halloween one, but yeah, I've, uh, I don't think I've watched the summer one or the Halloween one, but I've watched the Christmas one. Yes. Yeah. Um, that could it's totally fun. Work. And I, and I think that that game would, would totally lend itself to, uh, a DLC type mini game puzzle format with where you can win assets. I don't know, man. I miss the days before everything was digital and add-ons and updates. Like I, I would totally go for 20 bucks and buy a, you know, four hour Lego star Wars holiday game. You know, I would do that. That'd be cool. Oh yeah. Trust me. I miss so much about 
the way video games used to be. Imagine opening that up on Christmas and being like, hell yeah. And then like hanging out that morning and playing Lego Star Wars Christmas. And, That'd be cool. Yeah, playing Lego Star Wars Christmas and not being like, oh my God, look, I got these. I got a Steam gift card I can use for the <laughs> DLC add-on for the, you know, like yeah, that's just not, not as same. fun. It's not it's the, not the yeah, same. It's, it's up, not the same up. at all. And yeah that's just opening up a whole new can of worms but i agree with you eric i totally agree yeah um but yeah those were the two games huge games for me that i think would lend themselves greatly to a holiday christmas time dlc yeah you know and this this could be you could do a whole episode just on this concept i think and i can't wait to see when our listeners listen to this and they start going, oh, hey, here's a thought. Like, I can't wait to hear the other games that they think of because I'm sure they're. And now I, I want to play those things. I want to open these games up on Christmas morning and play them. So y'all chime in with what games. Absolutely. Chime yeah. in in the discord. Chime in on on whatever. Yeah. DM us on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. But all right. Shifting from games to movies for a moment. There are I just looked this up the other day and I couldn't believe how many there are Christmas horror movies. Yay or nay. And if yay, what are your favorites? Andy, I'm going to let you go first. All right. um, I'm for it. I think it's fun. You know, we've got like what, like four different iterations of Black Christmas now. Like they keep making they keep like and I can't ever tell if they're trying to remake it or if it's supposed to be kind of a sequel. I can't, you can't ever tell. I think it's, it's a little a of both. They don't want like, you to it's know. Like a, it's like a reboot, but also it's like a reboot, but also it has nothing to do with the original, you know, but it's, it's always fun. But my favorite one is probably, a, I, I guess it was 2017 or 2016. That Krampus movie that came out. <laughs> yeah. I was going to name oh drop god. that Krampus movie. Oh my God. That movie is so great. That movie is so great. Here's the thing I like about Christmas horror movies is for the most part, they're, you can't take them super seriously, but when you can, they're really, really fucked up. But the Krampus one is the one that that, that like kind of hits it for me because you, you get the Christmas spirit vibes, but also it's really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I get that. Like you're sort of taking the happiest, most positive time of the year and then like positioning it against the complete opposite. So that's kind yeah. of a, a crazy thing. I mean, I'm for it. I think I love that Krampus movie. I think it's a great movie. Yeah, overall, I think Christmas horror movie can movies can work. In fact, isn't there that movie? Uh, isn't David Harbor in a Christmas yeah. movie coming it's out like this a, it's year? It's like an action movie. Christmas horror movie. Yeah, it's it's more. It seems more like an over the top like uh, the expense. Is it more actiony? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen some screenshots that made it look possibly oh. like it could be scary. But watch the trailer. Um, it's definitely an over the top action movie. Yeah, it, it I have hilarious. not bothered to watch the trip. I'll, I'll definitely go back and uh, watch that at some point. But um, yeah, no, I think cr- scary movies for Christmas time totally work. Andy's right. You can they can be campy and you can make fun of them. But when they're done, you know, super serious and well, they're also really good. See, I would say it's mostly a nay for me. I will watch them. I've seen a lot of them, but I'm not a huge fan of like. Mixing sweet and savory like that, like at times it works for me. Like I, I get it. But if I had to pick a favorite, um, I would definitely say Anna and the Apocalypse or maybe Rare Exports. Those are those are both really cool. This year, Christy wants to watch all of the Silent Night, Deadly Night movies, and there are five of them. So I'm like oh, really no. worried. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> because every time it's garbage day, she texts me with that 
gif garbage day and i'm like okay all right i guess we need to watch these but okay i've never seen any of them no well we should watch them all together i've not seen those apparently the first one is christmas themed and then after that they're less so oh good but i don't know uh, like, hey, Silent, I'll tell Silent you. Night, Deadly Night Five takes place in May. But the, I think the <laughs> second one does. The second one is during the summer. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay, next up, we've got a question from our community. I've got a few of them sprinkled in throughout this whole thing. Uh, but the question is: Have you ever received a Christmas gift that, when you opened it initially, you didn't want or didn't think you wanted, but you ended up absolutely loving it. Now, this one was submitted by the original Straight Edge Juggalo, Mike, and he said that his answer is when he was about seven, he got a Sega Genesis with Sonic 2 on Christmas morning, then went to his grandparents' house and opened another Sega Genesis, this time with Sonic 3. He said at first he was really confused and was kind of like, I just got one of these. I don't need two. But he said it turned out to be awesome because he kept one at his house, one at his grandparents' house, and he could just take his games back and forth to play. And he said he spent so much time playing on the systems. And I know even to this day is a massive Sonic fan, probably because of that. So I thought that was a really cool story, but also a really cool question. Aaron, I, let's start with you. Did you ever receive a gift that initially you didn't think you wanted, but ended up loving? So actually I have two. I have one in childhood uh, and the story is kind of similar to uh, Mike's and then one in adulthood. The one in childhood was when I opened my PS2. So I, I remember the year the PS2 came out. I can't quite remember what the year that was, uh, but I wanted the newest 2000. Madden was it 2000? Mm-hmm. I wanted Madden 2000 and I wanted the PS2. Those are the two things I wanted. Uh, well, I got the PS2, but Madden was, you know, the most expensive football video game at the time. Um, and my parents didn't know the difference between what football game and what football game. So they got me NFL Blitz. Blitz. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say Blitz. Yes. And I remember opening it and kind of being a little let down on Christmas Day. I mean, obviously, I was pumped. I got a fucking PS2. It was it was like my first, you know, I had a, a Genesis growing up that was my dad's. But this was like the first game system that was mine. Uh, so I remember being pumped, but I was a little let down because I didn't get Madden. So I couldn't play Madden on the day of. But then I, I just remember sinking so many hours into NFL Blitz Pro and I was like, this game fucking rules. Yeah, dude, no um, no shade to Madden because, I mean, hey, if you love sports sim games, but I think you in the long in the long run, you definitely won by getting Blitz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, Blitz I, is, yeah. Dude, Blitz, Blitz is, is far best. superior, yeah, far superior best. to Madden. Um, do you remember the uh, do you remember on Blitz 64, the the T-Rex cheat code? No, that was. A oh, my code. God. On 64, it was 2000, right? Blitz 2000. I think it was just called NFL Blitz. I'm not sure. Maybe it was. It was on N64, and you just, you just, there was a cheat code you could type in on the main menu, and it would uh, turn whoever, whoever um, had the ball on your team at the moment, it would just turn them into a T Rex. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so sick. Um, no, my get second, that. my second answer, uh, my adulthood answer, is a few years back I got a present from I forgot who it was, somebody from my family gave me a, like a standing floor fan, like an oscillating floor fan. And I like, I'm, it wasn't I was like, something oh, cool. you asked for. They just gave you a fan out of the blue. 
I, I, I don't I don't remember really asking for it. Okay. Maybe it's something I mentioned once in passing or something. I don't know, but it wasn't something I was looking forward to for, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, oh, like, you know, this is cool. Thank you. But it's got like a little LED display with the temperature on it. So I can know what, you know, what temperature my office is at all times. It's fucking fancy. And it's the stand (laughs) that I have my Wedge Antilles Black Series helmet on nice it's fancy it's fancy uh yeah something that was kind of weird i didn't know why i got it but uh i really appreciate it now well all right how about you andy any anything like this ever happened in your life so yeah so so my family's always been super weird about presents like when i say weird about presents it's like we never we never made lists we never explained what we wanted you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's not like a thing we did we just got we just got people what we thought they wanted and that was it that was that was so i was always super appreciative of everything i got just because i just didn't know what i was gonna uh-huh. get it was always it was always like a roll of the dice like this year i might get some cool stuff this year i might not get some cool stuff but my parents my whole life my parents like killed it every year like they knew me well enough to know he's gonna like this and he probably wants this you know what I mean? Yeah. My, my grandparents, on the other hand, have always been like, I don't know why you thought I would want this. Like, (laughs) yeah, like one, like, like one year, one year, my grandmother, she gave me this flashlight that had like a Swiss army knife tools built into the back end of it. But it was like all made of plastic. It fell apart in like three days. Like it was the most, it it was awful. But so one year that same grandmother, she gave me this sweater. And it was like maroon and it had like like kind of like dark blue sleeves and it was kind of nice. But I was just like, I probably won't ever wear this. Dude, I kid you not. It's been more than 10 years. I wear that sweater all of the time. <laughs> oh, awesome. fuck yeah. I wear that sweater all of the time. I love oh, that love sweater. It. I fucking love that sweater. I wear it just to work all the time because it looks really nice. And like I, I can pass off uh, for a business casual with it. But if also if I just, you know, wear it with some jeans or whatever, like it's super comfy. Like I, it's that's awesome. So yeah, yeah, that's what that sweater was like, like one of the best presents I ever got because it's it's super it's super nice and it's lasted forever. It looks good on me. And like literally it's been more than 10 years and it still looks brand new and I wear it all the time. And I like I just remember opening. It, I was like, yeah, I don't know why you thought that this was for me, but dude, she killed it. She she murdered it with that sweater. I mean, that's that's not a story that I expected. That's a totally different direction than I would have expected. (laughs) I did not expect an adulthood answer from Andy. Yeah. Um, I totally expected some sort of weird, bizarre toy that he got. Yeah, for sure. Um, But that brings up a good point. Uh, Sorry, Eric, real quick before we get to your answer. Yeah, I, I feel like when I grew up, I don't remember making a bunch of lists and stuff. I remember... The one thing that I could ask for was like the Santa thing. And like, that's me asking Santa for it. And so like technically Santa got me the PS2, right? Um, Or whatever. But yeah, so I like, I I don't really remember making like long lists of like, oh, I want this and this and this and this and this. I think it was like, ask for one thing and then, and that's Santa's thing. And then we as parents just do whatever. And they mostly killed it as well, I feel like. Who was better, Santa or your parents? Well, Santa, I knew what I was getting every time. My parents had the element of surprise. I see. So, like, when my dad got me the BB gun that 
my mom didn't even know about until I opened it up in front of her. Yeah, because you, every, people were like, you're going to shoot your eye out, kid. Exactly. Yeah. Um. By the way, I see the I still it's so funny that the Red Rider BB guns are still on sale at Walmart every year without fail. <laughs> Dude, I had one. It's so, it's I, had, so I had one when I was a kid. Dude, OK, so my problem with like who's better Santa or your parents? Like, I know for a fact I believed in Santa. I know for a fact I believed in yeah. Santa so at some point in my life because I remember my mom telling me that I watched that movie Adventures with Santa Claus and, like, I thought it was, like, a biopic. Like, I thought it was, like, <laughs> like this is what actually happened. It's not? Well, yeah. But, but, uh, but at the same time, I remember I was five or six years old and it was Christmas morning and I'm opening my presents and I'm having a blast. And I look at my dad and I go, hey, dad. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, Santa's not real, is he? <laughs> <laughs> so like i don't i don't remember i don't ever remember opening presents and believing that it came from santa but i do very much remember believing that santa existed and i don't really know how to i don't know how to reconcile that because i was so young and it's all just kind of blurred together um yeah I, you Eric, know, I, what I, uh oh. what have you gotten so that, oh, when when Mike first submitted this question. I thought about it and I'm like, I feel like this has happened a lot of times on some small scale. Uh, you know, I got something that I was like, oh, OK. And then I ended up yeah. really using it, and liking it. But there's one specific, very important one that comes to mind. Um, when I moved away to college, I still came home for Christmas. And I was so at this point I was living. I, I, I guess I was living in Pittsburgh at this point, actually, still. And so I came home for Christmas and my mom growing up always tried to pay attention to what music or bands I liked. And I, you know, Aaron, you and I have talked about this for Christmas. You know, she would go to Deb at Record Country and be like, yeah, all right, yeah. we need to figure out what to give them. And I think Deb was as big a part of my Christmas gifts as my mom was. Like right. I got Deb, all those. Deb was albums. your Santa Claus sometimes. She definitely yeah. was. <laughs> so this specific year, I, I, I was always excited to get things wrapped in the shape of a CD. And I would usually, my mom would ask me, you know, tell me what bands you're into. You know, what are you looking for? And so I opened up a package of CDs and it was the first three grade albums and such as progress separate the magnets and under the radar, which had just come out like a month or two before. Now grade was a band that I had heard, but just in my friend Pete's car. And from what he had let me listen to, I didn't like it. I was like, eh, but Deb said, you should buy these. He's going to like this. And it was one of those things where I opened it and I was like, oh, mom tried. It's the thought that counts. Thanks, mom. Right. But I don't like this. Well, I was wrong because as soon as I listened to Under the Radar, I was like, holy shit, this might be the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> then I went back that's and awesome. I listened. Yeah, I listened to Separate the Magnets and I love that. And I still don't like and such as progress, but that's fine. <laughs> but. Right. Grade ended up being one of my favorite and absolutely most influential bands. They did break up around like 2004, somewhere in there, and they've done reunions. But I still consider them, even right now, one of my favorite bands. I still go back and listen to them. But that was like, not only did you give me something that I didn't think I wanted, it ended up being one of my not only favorite gifts, but like one of my favorite things in general overall. So that was a that's badass. Yeah, yeah that's, that's super awesome. badass. Yeah, that's awesome. Deb's never wrong. Deb is never wrong. No, no, always right. So let's talk about Christmas decorations for a second. This let's one, talk. this one might be a little self-indulgence because I just, I, I, I just, 
You know, I think self-indulgent is okay, though, because I, I need to talk about this. When do Christmas decorations go up? When do they come down? And do you believe there should be laws to enforce this? Andy, let's start with you. I think you're probably going to be the most lenient on this. Well, I have to be lenient on this because of who I'm married to. Um, so, so Christmas, my wife, Megan, Christmas is her favorite time of year. And it's not about the holiday itself. It's about leading up to that holiday on sure. Christmas day. She's done. She's like, okay, I'm done. Whatever. It's over. Oh, it's but a month long edge. Hey, I feel and, that it's the journey, leading, not the destination. Exactly. But everything leading up to it is like super, super important to her. And, and, it, and it's like, it's, it's very, it's very emotional for her. She loves it. And I'm not exactly sure where that comes from, but I support it. So she, she's the type that's like, let's start decorating for Christmas. And it's October 15th. Oh right? no. So, so, so I hold it off until November. I think mid to late November is a good time to start. Um, uh, but in the long run, it's like, I don't know. I, th I, in the long run, it's like, why does it matter? I think people should decorate whenever they want. But I think, I think that like, for me, I think where I'm comfortable like, yeah, this is fun. This is when it can be fun is like late November. And then I don't care how long that stays up. I think new year's is probably the most reasonable length. But like I said, like the day after Christmas, Megan's like, all right, tear it all down. What about decorating outside? I mean, I, I know you're in an apartment, but do you think um, when can you like if you put lights and decorations out, when do you think ooh. is a reasonable time to put that up and take? Like, I think take I think I, I think around Thanksgiving is a good time. It doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be after Thanksgiving, but not like too far before, like like late November. Late November, I think, is 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 just a solid time to do that, because that's like. I don't know. That's when it starts to get cold. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everything Thanksgiving is just Thanksgiving is just pre Christmas. Let's get real. Like, right. so oh, like, yeah. at least at least here in America, Thanksgiving is just pre Christmas. This is like, oh, yeah, this is this is how we start Christmas celebrations. So why not start decorated? You know? Yeah. OK. Bonus question real quick before we move on for both of you. When people say the holidays or happy holidays, what holidays do you think are included? Do you include Thanksgiving as the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's? If so, do you also include Halloween? Because Halloween is technically, you know, as soon as Halloween is over, I think people start into Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving into Christmas. What holidays do you consider as part of the holidays? All right, first so of all. If somebody ever says happy holidays to me, I snap back at with at them with it's Merry Christmas. <laughs> no, I don't. But uh, <laughs> but I saw I've already seen a stupid video about that this year, so I know Christmas time is here. Oh fuck. Um, yeah, it's I fucking sucks every year. I fucking hate that shit. The the, the, um, the very fact that we are talking about this specific topic, what holidays are included in the holidays, because there are multiple holidays, I think makes it OK proves. to say happy holidays. Exactly. Yeah. No, it absolutely proves that. Now, I don't think Halloween is considered in that. I feel like there is a dead week. Like, I feel like there's a full dead week between Halloween and when Thanksgiving time feels like it feels like you're ramp ramping up to yep. Thanksgiving. Yep. Right. And so I feel like Happy Holidays includes Thanksgiving, it includes Christmas, it includes New Year's, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, you know, it includes everything from Thanksgiving to January 1st. Okay, but I, I, not Halloween. I, yeah. Not I Halloween. I agree. Okay. I agree. Like when you say the holiday season, it's it's about like 
It's about mid-November till end of December. That's what you're talking about yes. when you say the holiday season. Yes. To beginning um, of January, technically, if if you yeah, yeah, if you want if you want to say New Year's Day, but nobody celebrates New Year's Day. They just don't go to work because they're hungover. Um, I mean, not me. Well, I mean, me, me neither. I'm just saying, like, like <laughs> the only reason we have New Year's Day off is because we because people celebrate New Year's Eve. Technically, isn't celebrating New Year's Eve actually we're celebrating the day? Like, isn't that what we're technically celebrating? We're celebrating the day that's tomorrow. Yeah, it's an even, even yeah. evening long edge. We're, we're working up to it. We're working up and to then, the And then you that... bust at midnight and then everybody yeah. goes home. Which is the day. <laughs> yeah. Which is the day. You're right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd agree, though, that Thanksgiving is included. I do. I'm starting to see, though, Halloween bleeding in more and more. And that's why I was kind of curious. I'm like, okay, I feel like that's the start of the fall holiday season going into winter. But I I also see people. I think we can blame. I think we can blame Nightmare Before Christmas for that. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Nightmare Before Before Christmas was a cultural phenomenon that said, hey, when you celebrate Halloween, you're also celebrating Christmas now. Get over it. Yeah. But I also see like bonkers Halloween people starting to put stuff up in August. Like, oh, it's, it's Halloween season. I'm like, really? No, no, no. That's unacceptable. It's it's about to be Christmas 365. Now, I I will say I started seeing Christmas stuff go up in stores before Halloween this year. Yeah. And that that enraged me. I don't like so that. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like mind, that one bit. I don't mind them selling it that early. For, for all I care, they could sell Christmas stuff year round. That's fine. There are stores that do. Get, get, but get, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Is that I go into things. But here's the deal. I go into PetSmart on October 30th saying, "Okay, I'm going to go pick up a dope ass Halloween costume for Moose." And then boom, the seasonal section is already at Christmas. Well, yeah, I should, mean, that makes should, no sense. You should, you should complain to PetSmart. <laughs> I guess like, I that, don't That makes no sense. I don't really care if they want to sell stuff early, but I also think All of those holidays individually are cool and we don't need to be like, let's enjoy each one individually before we race on to the next one. Like, let's go. Hey, there's buildup and fun about Halloween and oh, Halloween's over. Let's start thinking toward fall and Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving's over. All right. Now we can start working toward Christmas. You know, I feel like we can enjoy all of those things instead of. Let's be honest. The world is fucked. Life sucks for a lot of people. And we're all just trying to find something to look forward to. So I get that people are like, Christmas is happy. Can we just start looking toward Christmas now? But can we just be happy about all that stuff? I don't know. Understandable. So so with the Christmas decorations. Yes, thing, back I mean, here's your, your Christmas decorations. I can I can I can excuse Christmas bleeding into Thanksgiving because I feel like Thanksgiving is pre-Christmas. I feel like that's when Christmas starts is at Thanksgiving. I feel like I and, and I, I I've thought about this. I feel like the week before Thanksgiving, you do inside decorations so you can enjoy them for Thanksgiving. Then the weekend after Thanksgiving, you pop up the, the lights outside. You do the exterior decorations. Sure. Yeah. And then they all fucking come down like January 1st. That's and reasonable. you just have the most miserable day of the year because Christmas is over and a new year happened. See, I'm 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 very much into order and having things in their place and where they belong. So the second I can get the decorations down and get my house back to normal, I'm happy. But okay. I think the day or weekend after Thanksgiving is a reasonable time to have stuff up. 
And then the yeah. weekend after New Year's, you can leave it on like your lights and stuff outside until the weekend after. But that Monday, yeah, New Year's is a we is during the like week, you don't yeah. have to pull all your decorations down, but stop turning your damn lights on because my neighbor put up like the year before last, put up their fucking Christmas lights at the beginning of December and kept them on day and night until fucking May. That's not an exaggeration. Disgusting. And then a couple of other houses had them on well into February. And I'm like, it's February. Turn off your lights. And I think it's probably just because I need rigid order and this does not comply with my needs. So it freaks me out. But those are my thoughts. Thank you for your thoughts. Am I a Grinch? Yeah, Am I uh, evil? No, I don't think you're a Grinch. Okay, good. I don't think you're a Grinch at all. I, I, I'm i pissed on January 1st because there's no, like, at that point, there's nothing to look forward to anymore. Well, yeah, you can look forward to all the holidays that are coming in late winter. No, everything, all that shit sucks. <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming. St. Patrick's Day is coming. And then after that, eventually Easter, like those are the greatest holidays of the year. Come on. All right. Let's stop bullshitting me here, Eric. <laughs> but you, I mean, they could be. You could look forward to those things. I If don't. you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, if you're a fucking loser. <laughs> We're really holiday shaming on the, on we, the late winter holidays, and I'm fucking here for it, baby. <laughs> There's also I think there's some sort of president focused holiday somewhere in there, too. I don't know. Martin Luther King Day. Right. There you go. Like you could be celebrating. Looking forward to all those things. I don't care about the. So. Uh, OK. You heard it here. Aaron doesn't Do care about presents? Martin Luther King Day. Stop, stop that. <laughs> Do I, oh, I, well, I mean, here's the deal. Do Do I get presents? Um, I mean, you could. You just have to start doing it. Yeah, there's nobody stop you. No, nobody said you cannot decorate for Valentine's Day, and you can't give gifts on Martin Luther King Day. Nobody said you can't do that. In fact, you probably should start giving gifts on Martin Luther King Day. You probably should, considering you are on record as being a hater and disrespecter. Oh you should start well, I, rectifying so here's things. The deal. I, uh, I, if I started giving gifts on. Martin Luther King Day. And and this, you know, it might not work this year, but next year it still might not work. But the year after, maybe people will start catching on like, oh, my God, this guy's giving me a gift every Martin Luther King Day. I better start getting something. Yep. For, you know, for him in case of a, a faux pas. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I better have something on deck if he if he gives me. And you know what? All it's going to take is for retailers to catch on and they're going to be like, fuck, people are doing gifts for MLK. All right, here we go. Let's Boom. ramp this up. Let's start doing sales. Let's start advertising. Let's make this a huge shopping day. Yes. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. <laughs> so there you go, Aaron. Instead of being sad on the first, look forward to all those you late know what? winter holidays. <laughs> Martin Luther King Day really is the most wonderful time of the year, isn't it? I mean, kind of. It should be. Can't they all be the most wonderful time of the year? Yes. See? That means it's wonderful all year round. Let's do it. Let's have a wonderful year round. Speaking Deal. of wonderful year round, let's talk about some Christmas food. And I want to talk specifically 
about foods that we do eat year round. But for some reason around Christmas, we make minor alterations and suddenly they're Christmas foods or drinks like you can take cookies that I mean, you eat chocolate chip cookies all year. Right. But you put those red and green M&Ms in there and bam, it's a Christmas cookie or yep. you drink coffee all year. But add a little peppermint to that, some whipped cream, maybe a little bit of cinnamon or something. Bam. It's a Christmas drink. Yep. I want to know about, though, the foods that don't have a Christmas version, specifically pizza. What would you do to make a pizza a Christmas pizza? And Andy, let's start with you. Okay, so like unlike the other ones where you're talking about, yeah, all you got to do is change like one ingredient and now it's in, now it's Christmas. Yeah. For pizza, I think you, all you got to do is change the shape, right? Oh. So if, you, so if you make a pizza, but you make it look like shaped like a wreath, you put some arugula on there and a little bit of Parmesan That's cheese. It's just a circle that. pizza. Yeah, but, but that sounds awesome. Pizza. It's a circle pizza shaped like a Christmas wreath with yeah. the arugula and the and the and the Parmesan to like look like the like the, the tufted like snow on the on the leaves. Put some like and then roasted tomatoes or something to look like yeah, berries. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's it's all about it's about all about how you make it look because the only way you're gonna make pizza tastes like christmas if it's as if it's not pizza anymore yeah i suppose I, well you could do like a almost thanksgiving themed pizza toppings which i mean i guess that's kind okay, of okay i did have okay so i was in columbus ohio uh last week or the week before i don't remember which for work and i went to this place with a friend of mine um who lives there and it was called mikey's late night slice and they had a thanksgiving pizza and it would literally just tasted like Thanksgiving dinner and every bite. Like they, there was like, if it tastes like stuffing and Turkey and, and like, I don't know, it was great. It was it great. So yeah, you, you, yeah, no, no, that it was great. Good. You could totally go that route, but at the same time, it's Thanksgiving pizza. Yeah. That, well, that's true. But I mean, I think, well, one of my, the next question we're going to talk about is traditional Christmas dinners. And I think for a lot of people, what you eat for Thanksgiving is more or less what you're going to eat for Christmas, too. We'll talk about that. So it could go either way. But, Aaron, you sound skeptical here. What are your thoughts oh, for the uh, Christmas pizza? Yeah. What for a Christmas pizza? Oh, How course, would you make yeah. it a Christmas pizza? Sugar cookie crust. Are you going with the pudding. dessert pizza? Who said this is a dessert <laughs> with the sugar cookie crust? It's a savory sugar cookie, a savory sugar cookie. All right, sugar cookie crust. Okay. Figgy pudding sauce. What is figgy pudding? I've never had that. I've heard of it in the song, but I've never well, had it. Well, you got to bring us some figgy pudding. And put it on my pizza? And to put it on the pizza. Yeah, okay. this, I don't the, know, this I don't, is about pizza. I don't know what figgy pudding is, but it, it must be super, like, super addictive, like heroin or something, because everybody who wants it, they want it right now. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> Oh, and that's shit. why it's gonna be so good on the pizza. Uh, and then finally, uh, shredded baby carrots to top it. What for reindeer food? <laughs> that sounds. I don't know if that's good. I, none of that it's sounds not. right. That sounds terrible. <laughs> no. What do you mean that sounds? Te- I listen. Uh, that's a Christmas pizza, though. Would you deny it? So yes, like I said, that doesn't like sound I said like a it. pizza. Like I said, that's exactly what I said. That's exactly it's what got I said. sauce. It's got the shredded shit on top. It's got a crust. No, 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 no. So that's exactly what I was saying. Like, if you try to change the ingredients of pizza to make it taste like Christmas, it won't be pizza anymore. So you got to make it. 
You got to make it look like Christmas. You gotta How's make that it not look pizza? Like. How is sugar cookies with carrots pizza? Hey, and Eric, pudding? I, listen, that's as much pizza as, as the fucking Mexican pizza is at Taco Bell. And you love the Mexican pizza, Andy. Yeah, but I wouldn't call it real pizza. It's just a tostada with really good shit in it. Right. But, but when you pull up to the ordering thing, do you say, hello, three Mexican pizzas, please? No, I would not get three of them. That's more calories than I'm supposed to eat in a day. Oh, do you say hello two Mexican pizzas, please? Uh, so, Aaron, the point you're making is if you call it pizza, that makes it pizza no matter what it is. So you could be like, exactly. uh, I'll have a dozen of the many Christmas chocolate chip pizzas. Well, fucking ask Andy. He made me make a lasagna that was just like six Totino's pizzas stacked on top of each other like two years ago. You called it fucking lasagna. Dude, it's good, though, right? It was late. It was just six pizzas on top of each other. (laughs) But it's good, right? It was it was good, but I mean I wouldn't call it lasagna. Dude, I I remember your face on camera while you were eating it. You didn't want to admit how good it was. <laughs> I mean, it's just it was stacked pizza. Of course, it's good, dude. Yeah, it was, it not, was, but, it was but, the yeah, same type the, of pizza that I eat all the time. Just six of them stacked on top of each with, other with extra mozzarella, with extra sauce, and with some of that ricotta with some cheese. Ricotta cheese. Okay. Yeah, there's some ricotta and so it was elevated. I will say, but dude, it's that's still not fucking lasagna. That's just six pizzas. Uh, okay, dude. It's it's. Yeah, no, but that was the joke. That was the joke. Listen, I've got the answer here. I'm going to split the difference. You can do one of two things to make your pizza a Christmas pizza. One is just put red and green toppings, like green peppers and pepperoni. Bam. Christmas pizza. That's the pizza I eat all the time. Okay, see, there you go. Or only eat Christmas pizza. Just like the cookies, just put those red and green M&Ms on that bitch. (laughs) I would eat that, though. (laughs) I would eat eat that a lot listen but if you sprinkled it on top like after it was baked like a garnish i wouldn't I want, want them the, baked on. i want to like melt it a little on. bit on there no, no, I'm no, telling, with I'm the telling cheese you. and sauce i don't know about that i'm telling you you cut it into the shape of a wreath you put lots of like leafy greens and yeah some, right. some parmesan on it it looks like a wreath and then you do christmas well wreath. no okay here's something that we're not talking about and that is reindeer meat pizza okay all right fair fair I got my Rudolph pizza. Oh, put a big, you could do a good a big, reindeer meat pizza. Put yeah. A big, put a bit of crushed light bulb on it. <laughs> well, Just I was thinking like uh smashed like taking, up Christmas lights, some some ornaments. I was thinking about like taking Santa's like severed hand with like a cheese grater and be like, okay, say when. And like that would be a pretty a pretty <laughs> damn fucking like that that's a Christmas pizza if you have grated Santa hand on it. That's magic. Grated oh Santa God. hand. Grated yeah. Santa hand. Okay. Let's get away from this crazy and head toward <laughs> traditional. And I don't mean traditional in the global sense. I mean traditional in you and your family sense. What is included in a traditional Christmas dinner for you and your family? Because I do feel like the lines are blurred. When I see pictures or I see descriptions, I'm like, that's pretty much just Thanksgiving. I- I'll tell you. For me, there really isn't 
a Christmas dinner because I think we were more focused on Christmas breakfast and then we were off and running and you'd snack as you went. My dad's family always did the Feast of the Seven fish, Fishes, which they called Valia. Actually, it's a Christmas Eve thing and um, they kind of do an altered version, but it's like it's actually an Italian tradition called Valia di Natale, which is like the day before Christmas or something. Uh, but my family, none of them are Italian, so I don't know where that came from. But yeah, Christmas hmm. dinner isn't really a thing. It's always either breakfast or brunch. But uh, let's actually let's go. Let's go to Aaron here. Aaron, do you have a traditional Christmas dinner? You know, a lot of times, like growing up, I remember a few distinct times just having Thanksgiving 2.0, as I feel like a lot of people do. And as I feel like traditionally the media looks at Christmas dinner as that, right? In like yeah. movies and stuff like that, pop culture. But more often than not, usually we do like a filet mignon, like, like, a fancy cut of steak. Oh, well, you and, just, and we size. now know what kind of family Aaron is from. <laughs> a lot of times the big meal for Christmas wasn't the dinner. It was breakfast because we were all up and excited and, and wanting to uh, open presents. So we would open uh, the Santa presents and all of our um, stockings, bef- you know, before breakfast And then we would sit down to a big breakfast of, you know, French toast or pancakes or cinnamon rolls or big biscuits and gravy and like a bunch of sides and stuff like that. And then we kind of just fucking open presents and fell asleep by three and then woke up and had dinner. (laughs) Oh, and what what was dinner, though? But dinner was a a lot of times times dinner would be like a, a steak. Yeah, you'd have like three forks cater to your house, right? Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes we would just go to the three forks that we have up in the cell, you know, up in the the uh, attic, up in the cellar, <laughs> up in the <laughs> cellar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a fully functional three forks in the attic, dude. Man, you're showing Richie Rich who's boss, man. He only oh, okay. he's got McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Is that in the movie Listen. with Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He had a McDonald's in his house. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Andy, um, what's the traditional Christmas dinner for you? So Christmas Eve was always the dinner thing. And that was the growing up. That was at my dad's parents' house. And it was usually like Thanksgiving 2.0, but with a Mexican flair because my dad's Mexican. And so it would be like Thanksgiving type food, like maybe a turkey and some stuffing. But then there would also be like tacos and enchiladas. Right. Mm. Um, and it was always like, it was like always homemade stuff. Like one year, my grandma and her sister and her brother, um, they did tamales. So we ate like, we had like, yeah, we had like Thanksgiving 2.0 with tamales, but like they didn't do tamales very often because they said it wasn't worth the effort when they could just make tacos and they were just as good. Yeah. That's like a Um, full day's work to make. It's a lot lot of work. Yeah. But so, but for Christmas day, we always did like cinnamon rolls for breakfast. It was like kind of a thing. And then um, for lunch, we don't go over to my mom's family's house. And there's never been a tradition there for food um, on Christmas. So every year, someone just arbitrarily decides what kind of food we're going to have. And they just say, everybody brings something that goes along with that. So like one year, they'd be like, we're having Italian food. And so everybody just brings something kind of Italian. Or we're having Chinese food. So everybody just brings something kind of Chinese. Or we're ha- or like sometimes they'll be like, we're we're ordering Chinese food. And so they'll just order platters and platters of like 
you know, orange chicken and fried rice yeah. and stuff like that. So it's never been like a tradition for what kind of food. It's just a tradition, a tradition that we will be eating, if that makes sense. Right. Now, uh, to bring up the, the Chinese food is an interesting point. I do have every year around like 8 p.m. on Christmas, usually my entire family's tapped out. Nothing's happening. Every It's just dead as fuck. I will always go out and grab some Chinese food at like 8 p.m. every Christmas. That's See, awesome. I have one story like that, too, but it was a specific Christmas. My mom had been cooking the turkey all day, and then the neighbor's dogs ran through the house and ate the turkey. So the only place we could go oh, no. was at the Chinese food restaurant. And they served like us ducks. you grew up in a cartoon. Yeah, that, you know, that's, literally, that's literally a movie. That's literally a movie. You, got, like, you grew called, up in a cartoon. It's called... It's called A Christmas Story. Have you uh, seen it? Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It might be. <laughs> okay. I have another question from our community here. And this one comes from Wasteland Waldo. The question is, how do you decide what to buy for somebody when you're giving a gift? And do you do secret Santa or white elephant gift exchanges with your friends or family? Wasteland Waldo said he usually leans toward trying to do something that's useful and also sentimental. And the story that he told was actually pretty funny. He said his wife's family basically every year assigns different people to give gifts to. So you're not buying for everybody. Each person only buys for one person and it changes up every year. And he said one year he got his father-in-law, who apparently is a big pothead, loves to smoke, and is also a huge fan of Bigfoot. So he got him a custom Zippo lighter with a Bigfoot silhouette on it, and he bought him a jar of weed. And he said, which his father-in-law thought was hilarious because Wasteland Waldo does not smoke. That is not his world. He doesn't do that. Uh, he said yeah. his wife, though, is all about gag gifts, like giving his sister's girlfriend a box of magnum condoms for christmas <laughs> oh my god so uh aaron how do you decide what to get somebody and do you do any sort of secret santa or white elephant exchanges with your friends and family um not really any sort of secret elephant or white uh, uh secret santa or white elephant exchanges but uh around thanksgiving me and my sisters get together and we draw names uh because there's six of us between the three of us and our spouses and we just each pick okay who buys for who between the six of us each year uh which is super nice because i feel like you know that saves a lot of money but um a lot of times i ask for lists for people when it comes to like deciding on what to buy but I do like to sit there and actually take the time and think out like, okay, what does this person, if I'm buying for this person, what do they like? What are their interests? What do they feel like they need? A lot of times they'll say like, oh, I need a notebook or, oh, I need something like that. And, I, and then I'll just take that and be like, okay, well, based on who they are, what do I feel like? How do I feel like which product would be best? If I were to buy a no notebook for Eric, mm. I would buy a notebook with Gwen Stacy on it because I know that Eric loves Gwen Stacy. I would love to have that notebook. That's so thoughtful of you. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, like if Eric says, you know, if we were to do a, a secret Santa or something and Eric said, I need a notebook, I would say, OK, I'm going to go buy a, a notebook with nuts and bags on it. Oh, man, I, that would be a wonderful notebook with <laughs> with Gwen Stacy holding a nut in one hand and a bag in the other. 
now I want somebody to create that for me. I whoever's got access to Doll E, please <laughs> send me a picture of a, note, a notebook with Gwen Stacy holding a a donut nut in one hand and a bagel bag in the other hand, trying to decide which to eat. Yes, that is uh the that is Dolly uh, Parton, also Llama, also the AI website. Correct. All of the above, because I still think I've got a couple days before my credits reset, so I can't do it myself. Gosh, you have but <laughs> you've spent a lot of time on that website. I have because every time I think of something, I'm like, oh, let me see what this would look like, and it's usually like <laughs> Dark Lotus reformed or something stupid, so I can post it in our Discord. So whatever. Uh, okay, Andy, how about you? Do you do any sort of Secret Santa or White Elephant exchanges? And also, when you're buying a gift, how do you decide what to get somebody? So to start off with, yeah, there's a huge White Elephant thing that happens at my mom's side of the family every single year. And uh, it's, it's always it's always a blast. So yeah, we always do that. But as far as like when I'm buying something for somebody specific, like I said, my family's never really operated with lists. It's always been about like, be appreciative of the fact that somebody decided to buy you something in the first place. That's kind of like where, like where our whole like mentality of Christmas has always been. So that's kind of Mm -hmm. where I still, that's kind of where I still am. So I really just like to like, if I'm just out and about and I see something and it reminds me of somebody and I know that they would appreciate it. Like, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get that for them. And that's kind of where I've always been. And and I've, and I've been told before that I'm a pretty good gift giver. So I think, I I think I nail it pretty well because I don't just get, crap like you know what i mean like it's like oh i saw this i saw this paper plate that had a picture of batman on it and i know you liked batman when you were seven so i thought i'd give you it's not like that it's more like uh that would still be kind of cool though like because it would be, be like, yeah oh, it, yeah well, and that was i was cool. trying to think of something like that was just terrible but that was the worst as i get but so i'm more the type that's like like for example like my brother-in-law he always comments like on the fact that he likes this hoodie that I have. He's like, man, I really wish I would have got that. Right. And so I went and saw this band that was playing that used to sell that hoodie and they were selling a shirt version of that hoodie now. And so I got him that for Christmas because I was like, oh, he's always talking about how much he wants this hoodie that they don't make. Yeah. Now they have a shirt version. So at least he can have that. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like, that's kind of like where I am. Like where the, I like to be like really like thoughtful and like, and like personal about like what it is that I get for people. Um, and so that's, that's, that's usually where I'm at. I really, I really want it to be something like, oh, I can't believe you thought of this. This is amazing. That's, that's, that's kind of where I want to be. I'm going to tell your brother-in-law what he's getting for Christmas this year. That's really vague because he says that about a lot of my hoodies, but yeah. I, was about, I, was about to say, I don't think it narrowed down much because he probably says that about a lot, but fuck yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So gift giving is a weird thing for me because. I don't do much of it. So my, I don't do gifts for my family or anything. I live far away from them, but we're also all adults and everybody's like, let's not try and do that. So I don't see them on Christmas and we don't try to send each other stuff. The only thing that we do is like for my nieces and nephews, I send them stuff. Even until like a year or two ago, Christy and I didn't buy each other gifts. So that's a relatively new thing. Uh, But when I do buy for people, I generally like to pay attention to what they like or they talk about and try to get them something that I think they'll think is really cool. Not necessarily something they told me to get them for the sake of getting them a gift, but something that, you know, I think they're going to like. And yeah, I mean, you you and I are very similar. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how I am. And honestly, throughout the year, 
I mean, a lot of people think this is clearly weird because I if I see something that I think somebody will like or that makes me think of them, I'll get it and give it to them and go, hey, I, I saw this and it made me think of you. And it weirds people out sometimes. And I'm like, oh, is this not a normal thing? Is it not cool to say, hey, I thought of you and got you a thing? Or maybe it makes people feel like they owe me something back, but that's never in my mind. I just thought hey, right. this is cool. Um but when you I do do that, you do do that. And it's awesome. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. It is, some, it is something that's true. It yeah. It's something that Eric is known to do. I bet I've, I've been known to do that I, because I think for me at Christmas, yeah, it's cool to get something neat, but I love giving gifts as much as I like getting anything. Like I enjoy that side of it. I like trying to find stuff and pick something out and, you know. That's that's I think I have just the as many hunt memories. for people yeah. is 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 equally as fun. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I you have know, just as many memories of buying gifts as I do getting gifts, you know, the excitement of seeing something in the store <clears throat> and saying like, oh, fuck, I know so and so is going to love. this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I used to love buying gifts for my little brother and sister. Like that was the most exciting thing for me. It was buying toys and stuff for them, you know, and then like. When Christy and I started dating, like picking out things for her and stuff, which her family was never particularly big on buying gifts. It was, hey, Christmas is coming. I'm going to take you to the store. You pick out the clothes you want, and then I'll wrap them up for Christmas kind of thing. So not to say they didn't get gifts, just totally different yeah. gift giving mentalities. Like, so. No, Emily's family was the same way growing yeah. up. And it is, it's it's a strange. Yeah. As somebody who. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, if I do a white elephant, which I used to we used to do one for work every year, I like to balance something that's a gag or funny, but also awesome, like something that's ridiculous. But when you take it home, you're not mad that you have it because like Magnum condoms. Right. Well, like the one year. I found this like giant three foot Batman figure, but then like all the Batman movies on DVD or something. And like, I was like, this is ridiculous. And people will laugh when they see it open because you want to have that sort of performance aspect of it. But also something that somebody's going to be like, I'll give this to, you know, somebody I know, or I'll put it at my desk at work. But it's kind of cool to have all these movies. And I always got ripped off at White Elephant. I'd get like somebody that just took garbage and put it, you know, like something that nobody would ever want or something. Right. So, but yeah, that's, that's what I try to do. That's, that's me gift giving. Fuck yeah. For me, this was the toughest. This next one is the toughest question to answer by far. And I have way more notes about my thoughts on the process than I do on an actual answer. But if you could invite four celebrities currently living, nobody that is from the past, currently living celebrities over for a Christmas Eve party and sleepover and then share Christmas morning with them, who would you choose? Andy, let's let's start with you. I'd love to know who you'd pick. All right, so this is weird, but all right. Tony Hawk. Ooh. Samuel L. Jackson. Uh-huh. Aubrey Plaza. Oh. And Anya Taylor Joy. Oh my gosh. That's a very good selection. It's and a yeah. solid selection. At least two I, of I, them I, that I'd invite over for a sleepover any night. <laughs> so um, yeah, dude. Tony Hawk's a dope. No, I'm kidding. But um, so here's my thought process, right? So I think that I think that Samuel L. Jackson is the type of dude that would just be chill to hang out with. Period. Yeah. 
the end and i could imagine like having like christmas eve and like christmas breakfast with him and it would be just like the most chill environment i feel like he would have fun in no matter what environment we're in right yeah i I feel like tony hawk you know i mean he's he's obviously older than i am but i feel like he's still kind of a young soul because he's a skateboarder you know so like i feel like he'd be fun to watch movies with and play video games with you know what i mean and then uh aubrey plaza i I just want to meet her i just want to meet her she every interview i've seen with her has been like like this chick is hilarious and she's either she's either really just that awkward or she is just trying to fuck with everybody. And I want to find out which one it is. I think it's a little of each. And and I'm, and I'm I'm hoping it's a little of each. Right. Yeah. And then, and then Anya Taylor joy, I mean, she just seems like really cool. So I feel like, I feel like that group of people would be really chill. I don't think there'd be any drama. I think it'd all just be laughs. And, and I don't know if those people know each other very well. So it'd be kind of cool to get them all in the same room to get to know each other. You know? Yeah. That's a very eclectic group of people. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, this one was tough because here's where my brain went. I thought, do I select people that I think would be a good networking opportunity career wise? Do I pick Mm. people that have a ton of money and would buy extravagant gifts? Do I choose people that are smart, socially focused and influential so that we could have good conversation? Or do I choose people I don't like in hopes that maybe spending time together could help me to understand them and see eye to eye, maybe help me grow emotionally as a person? Do I choose my favorite Star Wars actors and make them act out scenes that I never got to see in the movies and shows? Or do I just pick people like Andy that just seem like they'd be cool? Or... Do I just choose the four most attractive celebrities I can think of? Like, what direction do you go? And I tried to sort of pick people that fit into more than one of those categories. So I was like, I've got to go with either Phil Spencer or Doug Bowser, because uh, number one, I've met them both. I've worked with them. They're very cool, but also probably be good career networking opportunities. So I'm going to go with Phil Spencer on this one. Because I just think dude seems chill and probably also would be able to, like, bring it with the gifts and stuff. Then Rosario Dawson, just because she seems like a legitimately chill, cool person. Plus, she's Ahsoka Tano now. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Ariana Grande, because I said so. I just think I think she would be great to have there. She could sing us some Christmas songs or something like that. And then. I have a bunch of names written down, but I'm just going to select one. I'm going to say Andrew Garfield because he's my favorite Spider-Man and also because he just seems like a cool, chill dude. That's a good selection. Yeah, totally random. I thought about Felicity Jones, but I don't know much about her because I was like, wait a minute. Could I do like a Jin Erso, Ahsoka Tano like team up thing? But anyway, that's that's my selection. Okay, Aaron, hit us with your selection. This question has never been easier to answer. I am going in the direction of just ODing on Christmas spirit. Okay. I am I am throwing Hail Mary, and this is going to be the most Christmassy Christmas in the entire fucking world for me. Because Christmas Eve night and the morning following, I'm going to be spending it with the likes of Michael Bublé, Mariah Carey, Tim Allen. Knew Tim Allen was going to be on this list, <laughs> and Jim Carrey. Okay, that's a great list. That sounds uh, like a, an obnoxious Christmas, but yeah, Michael Bublé at the piano singing tunes with Mariah Carey. Me at the kitchen table 
grilling Tim Allen about how he ratted out all those people in Kalamazoo, Michigan, when he got caught with all that cocaine. <laughs> Jim Carrey doing Grinch impressions in the corner. Just it's going to be a scenery. fantastic evening. Uh, you know, and I'm going to throw this one out there for all of our listeners. I- I'm going to do you a solid. I'm going to change mine to the following four people. Joe Bruce, Joey Utzler, Paul Methrick, and Jamie Spaniolo. And we are going to have a oh, wonderful Christmas Eve together. And then we're going to wake up on Christmas morning and be thankful. And we're going to love each other. And we're going to get past any sort of grief that we have. And then on New Year's Day, we're going to announce a new Dark Lotus album. Debuting on Psycho Ninja Pathic Tainment. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay. I, I, I love that plan. Yeah. I, you know what? That's the only way to go. It's the only way to go. All right. We've got another question from our community here. And this one was submitted by Shmeev. The question is, when you were growing up, did you have yearly Christmas rituals, customs, or things that you did every year? And he provided a great example. He said that they would go to his grandfather's house and basically have a second Christmas with extended family during which people gave the gift of gift certificates. Then they would all go out on a shopping trip together and make a day of spending their gift cards and hanging out together, which is actually kind of a cool thing to look forward to. Uh, growing up, Christie's family had a tradition where they did this thing called Round Robin, where the weekend after Christmas like the entire family would go to each person's house for part of the day. So you would rotate through all the houses and then the kids would like play with each other's toys and stuff like that. So that type of traditions. So for, for me, I didn't really have anything like that. We had Christmas Eve party at, at our house for several years. Uh, My mom would like get everything ready and decorate and cook and do all that stuff. And, uh, we would have Santa show up with an elf to give all the kids toys, which apparently was a continued tradition from when my mom and aunts and uncle were kids. Uh, and then at some point I would go spend part of the evening at my dad's house. But as for Christmas Day, it was just rotating to we would have to go to both grandma's houses. We'd start at our yeah. house, go to the two grandma's houses. And then, you know, that was our day. But Andy, what about you? Did you have any sort of customs, rituals, things that you would do each year? Yeah, so I, I mentioned earlier that like my mom's side of the family does a huge white elephant every year, and it's a really big deal. So I'm going to go a little bit more in depth on that. Um, so the reason it's such a big deal is because it's I've never experienced white, like a white elephant or gift exchange type thing, anything that comes anything close to what this is. Um, so there's like reoccurring gag gifts, like things that come back every year that 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 it's like, oh, my God, you got stuck with the ceramic chicken this year, like that kind of stuff. And it's it's super, super fun. And I always go like pretty big with mine unless I get stuck with a ceramic chicken because I'm going to take that back. And there's like these ugly Christmas lights that are shaped like giant plastic flowers and they come back every year, too. So you have to remember, this is like this is a white elephant gift exchange that consists of 30 plus people every year. And so it's big and it takes most of the day to do. But if you get uh, one of those things like the ceramic chicken or those lights, you kind of get a pass for the next year because you're like, well, yeah, exactly. You know, know next year you're going to be bringing it back because no one wants to keep that stuff. And so um, what's funny is that like like like, for example, like one year I bought a like it was probably like two feet, no, like three feet wide, like maybe a foot and a half, two feet tall sculpture of Mount Rushmore. But it was all of the it was all of the members of Kiss. (laughs) Um, 
and I, and I wrapped that and I brought that for that for, for, and, and that one didn't come back. That one stayed with whoever took it. Oh, that um, sounds phenomenal. I don't blame yeah. them. Yeah. And then like they another used year, it for another white elephant somewhere else, <laughs> <laughs> probably. And then another year I was like, I'm just going to fill this box with stuff I think is badass. And this is when I was like probably 15. So I put a lighter in there that was shaped like a gun. <laughs> so you pull the trigger and the flame comes out of the end and then i put a big can of monster and then i put a copy of warcraft 3 just in a box and that thing got fought over for the entire time everybody was stealing that from each other because the way we do the rules is um nothing is ever safe it's not oh once it gets stolen three times you get to keep it no it's not like that nothing's ever safe oh, we wow. go until there's no get we just go until there's no gifts to open left and, and you can keep stealing for the whole that's like literally like an all day thing. So that's 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 it's one of the things that we've been doing that my whole life ever since I was a kid. Um, like the the age you have to be to join it is 13 and anybody under 13, they do their own little like they do their own little like um, gift exchange because they don't want the little kids to, you know, get their feelings hurt because they got stuck with a ceramic chicken. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So but anyway, so, yeah, we do that every year. It's a big deal. And then growing up when I was a kid, um, my parents would take me and my sister to uh, Grapevine Mills Mall um, out here in, um, like, I guess that's like Grapevine, Texas area. Yep. Um, Shout out. It, it's a it's a big it's a big mall. It's more than a it's more than a mile all the way around. When if you walk, because it's in a, it's a shaped like a big circle. It's hella big. If you, yeah. If you walk that's the massive. entire if you walk the entire thing, it's more than a mile. But they would take us there and they would just give us like a stack of cash and they'd be like, do all of your Christmas shopping. And the four of us would just spread. And I'm talking about like when I was like 10 years old is when is when they would just give me money and be like, all right, go buy stuff. We would just spread out the four of us and then we would reconvene. We'd have times where it was like, OK, at this time you come here, we meet up, we go put stuff in the car and then we split up again, you know. And so so we could check on check in on each other once an hour or whatever. And uh, and so like we did that all the way until I moved out of my parents' house. Basically we kept, we went there every year as a, as a family and uh, did all of our Christmas shopping in one day. Well, wow. that's probably one of the reasons why I got that, that mentality of I'm going to walk around. And if I see something that reminds me of somebody, that's what I'm going to get them. And I always wanted to make sure it was super cool and not something, not just some piece of trash that they're not going to want to use or throw away or whatever. And so because it was like, oh, this is my day to do it. I'm under the wire. I got to make sure that what I get is good. You know, those are really the only like real like tr Christmas traditions that we had as a kid that I had like growing up like as a kid. That's cool. Uh, Aaron, how about you? Uh, so I grew up in a religious family. So uh, all the religious traditions aside, uh, going to church Christmas Eve, reading the Christmas story at night shit like that right like all that aside wait um oh not like not like a christmas carol or like the poem or something you're talking about like the nativity story no no no. we read scripts of a christmas story oh okay that's weird like you just did like a shadow cast in front <laughs> of the tv try we, we, we did a table read every year oh interesting uh no, we would. My dad would get out the nativity scene and read the story of Christmas out of the fucking Bible and shit. But religious stuff aside, uh, I first off, I want to say I really love Schmeev's this tradition of doing gift cards and then going together to like shop. And it's kind of, I guess, the yeah, same as Andy. Thing. Uh, the same as Andy, you know, getting money and y'all going and spreading out and then checking in and spreading out and checking in. I think that's really fucking awesome. I think that that turns like a 
that turns something that's not necessarily a personable gift into a an experience together. And I think that's really yeah. cool. So growing up, the main tradition I remember having is always watching Jim Carrey's Grinch every Christmas Eve with my sisters while we were in the, like we would be in the living room and we would get blankets and pillows and pop a bunch of popcorn. And we would have gone to, you know, Walgreens or whatever beforehand to get candy and stuff. And we would just make a big movie night of it uh, every Christmas Eve and then set out cookies and carrots and then go to bed. You said that was my big a pizza made of a big sugar cookie with figgy pudding and shredded carrots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. The most, the most Christmas spirit pizza ever. A pizza pie. <laughs> uh, that sounds amore, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. That is amore, like of the course. eel. So uh, follow up question to that question. And uh, I'd like to start with, uh, you know what? Let's just go in the reverse order. We'll start with Aaron here. Now that you're an adult, now that you've got your your own family life, what are your traditions now? Jack shit, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have any traditions anymore, you know? No no rituals, no things you do every year? You don't record a special podcast episode every year or anything? I mean, I guess I record a podcast episode late in November every year. Sometimes it's in the beginning of December. This you're is right. going to release it in is. December. True, true, true. Sometimes it's early December, but yeah, I mean, outside of doing this podcast, yeah, we, I would technically call this a ritual and a tradition. Now it's our third year outside of this podcast. Yeah. I don't really have anything that I do. Hmm. Okay. I'm kind of lame. I didn't even decorate last year, uh, which sucked. It, it made me feel weird. Uh, Eric, did I bring up the other day about the lack of feeling in the Christmas spirit but I watched a commercial on TV and it instantly filled me with Christmas spirit the other day. No. What commercial? Some fucking Buick commercial. What but the it was fuck? like snowing and there's a Christmas tree and you could hear the jingle bells. And it really made me that realize it, huh? that the reason it well, it made me realize the reason that I never feel like I'm in the Christmas spirit anymore is because I don't fucking have cable and I don't watch Christmas <laughs> commercials. I'm not always getting blasted with Christmas commercials. Why don't you watch you know what I mean? blocks of. So I love watching retro commercial blocks on YouTube. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. It's just a thing that I, you know, if I don't have anything else to watch, I'm watching like 80s and 90s and early 2000s commercial blocks. Dude, why don't you just 90s, do that? The 90s video game commercial blocks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I just Dude, watched I, a holiday one the other day from like the 80s or something. And I was like, this there's is awesome. a uh, there's a super cut of all of the Lego Star Wars commercial blocks from like when it started in 99 all the way up through like 2015 or something like that. And uh, I love that YouTube video. I like why. Awesome. Yeah, I like watching commercial blocks. All right. Um, well, there you go. Just do that. You'll feel Christmas. Maybe, maybe I will. Yeah. Well, I, I just. It's such a weird thing that advertising is the only thing that gets me in the Christmas spirit. Well, I mean, you were definitely raised in a society where Christmas is defined by the retail aspect of it. So, yeah, yep. that makes that's, sense. That's Yep. True. Yeah. So you got it. Shopping feels Christmassy and Christmas commercials feel Christmassy. So that makes sense. All right, Andy, uh, 
for you and Megan as adults, now that you have your own Christmas, do you have any rituals, things that you do every year? Well, I mean, we, she's now a part of the whole white elephant thing with my mom's side of the family that I was just talking about. So, and then like, you know, I've joined kind of some of her family's Christmas traditions. So one of those is we watch national lampoons, Christmas vacation, every Christmas Eve. Um, aside from that, um, we like to go get like a real tree instead of, cause our first couple years married, we had like a fake tree and it was like a piece of shit. And then like, we both grew up having fake trees most of the time. Like I had a real tree every once in a while growing up, but most of the time we had fake trees. And so we just decided we're just going to get real trees from now on because why not? And so we like to go like shop for the real tree and like walking up and down the aisles trying to figure out, you know, oh, which one's the right size, which one's the right, you know, cut. You yeah. Know, yada, yada, yada. And so we actually, we actually did that uh, yesterday, I think, or the day before. We went in the afternoon. We went to Lowe's. And we walked up and down their little tree things, and we got one, and it was, it was a blast. And then, um, you know, other than that, you know, I'm on this podcast every year at this time. Yeah. And then um, we always, oh, yeah, we always, like, like, right around Thanksgiving, we start watching, like, Christmas movies, like, on average, every other day. So that way, like, that's pretty much all we intake. And then a couple years ago, we started doing Star Wars Christmas. Mm. And so we'll probably, we just finished, we just finished uh, Andor. So we'll probably start watching more Star Wars stuff too. Like probably, probably on the plane on the way to and from London. Why is that not? Oh, you just, you mentioned Andor. One eternity later. Anyways, let's go back to Christmas. Oh yeah. Star Wars was part of your Christmas and then we got off. Yeah, so Star, Star Wars. Wars yeah. So Star Wars. Um, I, uh, yeah. So we'll probably end up starting to watch some more Star Wars stuff again. Cause like past, I don't know, 40 plus years, we've been kind of draining Christmas time with Star Wars stuff. So yeah, I think, I think the fact that we're getting prepared to go to London this year is kind of shifted off of that because like most of the Christmas movies we've been watching like recently, have been because we started watching Christmas movies kind of early because she was like, I want to watch London Christmas movies to get us like excited about going to London. So we're basically just watching a whole bunch of Hugh Grant movies because that's all he makes um, <laughs> as London Christmas movies. You just watch every version of A Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Especially actually, the that, Jim Carrey that, one. That, that one's actually great. I think that one's um, cool, man. I like it. Yeah, I know people yeah. hate on it, but I thought it was cool. I know. I loved it. I don't think um, I've seen that one. It's really good. It's it's animated. It's made by I think it's the same studio that made Polar Express, but it's Christmas Carol. But it's, it's it uh, doesn't have like the dead eyes and plastic people that Polar oh, Express. Oh yeah, no, cuz it cuz it was like the last movie that studio ever made. Yeah. Polar so Express Loki terrified me. It's horrifying. <laughs> it's horrifying looking. Oh, man. Have y'all seen Talk about us? a Christmas horror movie? <laughs> yeah. Have y'all seen that. um have y'all seen Spirited yet? That, is that the Ryan Reynolds and yeah Will Ryan Reynolds Will Ferrell movie? It's, no. it's like it's like a it's like a new modern spin on a Christmas Carol, but it's a it's a musical and it's Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. What um, what is it on? It's Apple it's on TV. Apple TV Plus, but it's also in theaters. Mm. Oh, is it in theaters? I didn't know. It yeah, we 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 actually saw it in theaters before we huh. like we sat down to watch it, and then while we're while like when it comes on, like the Apple TV Plus logo is at the beginning of the movie, and I was like, oh, we could have just watched this at home. I, I thought you were going to say new Apple product recently. I should get another free year of Apple TV. I need to look yep. into that. Yeah, oh. I thought Andy. I thought you were going to say you went to the theater and then you brought it up on your phone while you were sitting in the theater and just watched it <laughs> yeah. on both. Yeah, you we just, we sat. You, 
We sat <laughs> down to watch. We sat down to watch some shitty movie. So I decided to open up Apple TV Plus. <laughs> so I technically saw it in the theater. So you were like, you know what would work so well with this movie is if I had like twenty minutes of Maria Menounos talking at me exactly. with some movie trivia, some movie before trivia. I watch it. You've got and to so download you the movie in. app and play the game along with everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then, and, yeah. And then you just hold your phone up just like in front of your face, just where it covers where the screen would be, you know? There you and go. And you just hold it there the whole time. And then it feels like that you're watching it on a really big, a really big screen. Guys, I'm, I'm low key kind of a Maria Menounos fan. Listen, in this house, we worship Menounos. Yeah. Big fans always want to make sure to get to the movies early. Yeah. Yeah, get there early so you can get the dish from Maria Menounos. Oh, and I thought I think, sweet I, games. I think I follow Maria Menounos on TikTok, actually. Rad. Dude, so I, th- I thought that I was very, like, neutral to Maria Menounos until I went to see a movie and newbie started and she wasn't in it. And then I was like, this isn't the same. And then they brought her back. Yeah, same. Same. I was like, wait a minute. Where the fuck is Maria Menounos? Yeah, I was like, I was like, this isn't newbie without Maria Menounos. I do yeah. miss. I knew miss when it was called First Look. I liked that better than. Yeah, oh, yeah. First Look was great. First I Look agree. was great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, OK, let me wrap up this new, question. You know, hey, how hard do you think it would be to get Menounos on an episode? Oh, I mean, I'd be hard. I mean, podcasting is <laughs> podcasting is her career. So that's it's true. Probably it probably costs a lot of money. I, yeah, I would love to review an ICP album with Maria Menounos. Could we get on her show? That would be Ooh. fun. Ooh. Yeah. If anybody's got that connection, let us know. Um, L- it, listen, yeah. y'all, if, if if you have access to Dolly or Maria Menounos, let us know. Yeah. And if you have access and credits left on Doll E, um, send us a photo of us doing a podcast with Maria Menunos. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh my God. That yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna wrap up this question. My traditions as an adult, which I didn't have any, I feel like I've been floundering since childhood to figure out what Christmas is as an adult, and it's very difficult to do because I don't know, it just doesn't make sense. But over the past few years the tradition has been the second we have channels that show 24 7 shitty christmas rom-coms that's what's on our tv if we're cooking doing stuff around the house that is the soundtrack to our lives for about two months perfect yeah and uh we did kind of have another question that i want to shout out it was from stanky b who submitted a thanksgiving question that I think I can answer pretty easily. The question was basically, imagine a Rida Thanksgiving and what each one might be thankful for. And I was like, there's like 20 fucking something Ridas when you count the psychopathic and MNE side of it. Oh, yeah. If you if you count both sides of yeah, the Ridas, if you count the Ridas. Right. So here's what they're thankful for. Most of them are thankful for black trucks, except for big slash sweet daddy coconut, who is thankful for scrimps. There you go. That sounds right. Yeah. And to anybody else that submitted questions or ideas or who will listen or interact or send us your thoughts on things. Big thank you to you. Big thank you to you. Y'all. Y'all. I feel supremely in the holiday spirit. Was it the Buick commercial or was it this episode? I think it was 
the Maria Menounos talk. Uh, yeah. They, I, I feel in the spirit. I, I've been trying to get some good holiday treats around here. I crushed like half a bag of gingerbread man cookies, like the tiny ones. I got uh, oh, this morning at Walmart. I picked up the Christmas tree Little Debbie ice creams. The what? Yeah. And make it in the Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. You know what oh, I mean? You said make ice, it cream. ice cream. Well, what? They yeah, they do? make it in ice cream. Yeah. yeah so they, they start oh. making Little Debbie flavored ice creams. They make so like there's there's cosmic brownie ice cream, oatmeal pie ice cream. Oh, right. And so I now there's the I think I have like a honey Christmas bun one as well. It's funny though, the Christmas tree ice cream is literally just zebra cake ice cream because they're the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's different colors. Uh, but it has Christmas trees on t- on the side of it. So yeah. I love it. Oh, okay, there you go. Good. That sounds pretty good. Also, huge news Bluebell has brought back oatmeal cream pie ice cream as well. Oh, nice. Man, cream pie ice cream is delicious. <laughs> I kind. feel like uh, you telling me an oatmeal cream pie this ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> so uh, uh, quick reminder to our listeners of these songs. We still missed contest again. Get your submissions in. Everybody can submit up to three songs, no more than three per person. You can submit a song from any era of ICP, either released by ICP proper or a super group therein, or a feature by ICP Shaggy or Jay on any other artist's song. Songs must be submitted via email. Please send the song title, the artist, and a link if you can find it. The contest ends on December 31st. We will choose one winner and announce them during our first and maybe only songs we missed episode in season six, which will be in January. And that winner, I think Aaron actually also committed to choosing a loser who will get absolutely nothing except ridicule. And the winner will get a prize. Aaron, tell us about the prize. Yeah. Before I talk about that, I do want to stress we are going to pick a specific loser. (laughs) That will be shouted out and ridiculed. Will that loser um, be chosen? So the winner will be chosen at random. Will the loser yes. be chosen at random? Or will we specifically pick somebody that we want to harass? Uh, you know, I feel like I feel like we should make that a game time decision. I don't know. Maybe if we're, we're feeling lucky. It, I guess it just- depends. If uh, if 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 somebody suggests anything with boondocks, they're going to be chosen the loser. Yeah, your name automatically doubles. Yeah, we're we're putting in, a second uh, in, loser yeah. entry in for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a not a second winning entry though. We're actually taking you out of the the winning pool. Correct. So oh. <laughs> so hit us with that prize talk. Prize talk, y'all. We have some amazing stuff. One of which is a super cool collab with Scum Pit Toys on Instagram. That's at Scum Pit Toys. Uh, who sent over a huge package of uh, stickers, magnets, pens, a bunch of awesome uh, original artwork stuff uh, that we're going to package up and give away to you. Are there any sick vinyl toys in that bundle? There are no sick vinyl toys in that okay, bundle. Okay, but you can but go buy some sick can, vinyl toys from Scum Pit Toys. Yes, directly on Instagram. You can go at Scum Pit Toys and uh, pick up some vinyl toys. In fact... Most, uh, if not all of the characters that you see, the stickers and the pins and the magnets from this prize pack are vinyl already vinyl toys. already are vinyl toys. That's cool. So if you see one, you're like, holy fuck, that looks so fucking dope. 
Boom. Uh, and also a few of those characters uh, are made onto hockey jerseys as well, Dude, which looks I, super fucking cool. I saw the JJ boys with those jerseys and those are awesome. Yeah, they look dope. Yeah. Um, definitely. He, they do jersey drops relatively frequently. So uh, and, and they're only limited time stuff. So definitely follow them on Instagram to keep up with that. Big shout out to Scum Pit Toys for the hookup there. Thank you for the partnership and make sure you go hit them up. See the kind of cool shit that they're they're putting out there. The other item that you're going to get is a one and only special edition physical fuckface tricks CD that has an alternate version of Wanted for Murder on it, plus two bonus demo tracks that were recorded uh, while we were making that album. So you'll be the only one to have a physical and the only one with those extra tracks. They're not going to we're not going to put them up to download or anything like that. Correct. Correct. And if you don't want that, then you can just throw it out when you get it. I don't care. Yeah, just throw in the garbage and whatever. That's that. Yeah. So this is an awesome prize pack from us and Scum Pit Toys gonna be great y'all get those song in and uh hopefully nothing has boondocks in the title uh andy <laughs> thank you so much for hanging out with us for a third year in a row this was this was thrice like the band yeah i saw them at furnace fest actually i didn't watch them they were there though them. they were there um yeah no this was a blast this is absolute blast thanks for having me again i i, I look forward to this every year we uh, love you, what? man, and and having you here is uh, always a pleasure for us. It's it, we always have a great time talking to you. Yes, uh, we've been talking about how this episode has been coming uh, for like a better part of a month now, and we've every time we talk about it, we're like, "Fuck yeah!" Conversation with Andy. Yep, it's Heck it's yeah. that time of the year. But so, Andy, where can people find your stuff that you're working on? What are you working on? How can people connect with you? Um, so, uh, final underscore fan Tandy on Instagram is a good spot to find me. Um, and, uh, Andy underscore G underscore Rhodes on Twitter. I, uh, two bands I'm working on right now, earth rot. That's W R O U G H T rot. Not, not R O T. Yeah. We are on Spotify, YouTube, everything. And then my other band heat. Um, if you search heat eight, one, seven, uh, you'll be able to find us pretty easily. I know if you just search for heat music, you're going to come up with all kinds of stuff. And so, you don't yeah. have to put the 5309. Yeah, you don't have to put the, yeah, yeah. You don't have to put the 5309. It's 817. Not 867. <laughs> Not 867. <laughs> but you should uh, but change yeah. all your handles to heat 8675309. I'll, I'll talk to, I'll talk to Dave about that. Okay. He'll, he'll definitely think also, that, that is a funny joke. Talk to Dave about whether or not, the band was named after uh, <laughs> female animals, female dogs or female okay. animals rather. For, for, for mating season. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I will. I will. I'll, I'll clarify that. Also, I've got another project in the works right now, um, but uh don't have a don't have a name to give you yet. So, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. Andy, remember when we talked about starting a band called Bridesmaid that was going to be like a post hardcore band? Yeah, I, I think about that often, actually. Yeah, I talked about that in one of our episodes more recently. We should do it. It's true. I'm 100% down to still do that. We should do it. Maybe we could rope Aaron in. Aaron, you want to be in a band? I will join Bridesmaid only if I can be the Jenna McCarthy type. You're down. The yeah, who? Do Jenny McCarthy? Yeah. 
You mean Melissa McCarthy? Oh, damn. I don't who know who you're talking Jenna, about, but you should do Jenny, it. Who am I thinking of? Do, you're yeah, thinking I, of I, obviously, I'm thinking of Melissa McCarthy, but who am I thinking? Jenny McCarthy from was in that Singled movie, Out. I don't know. Oh, anyway, Aaron, um, clearly you've had enough for today. I'm in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, okay, so, okay, so uh, yeah, no, I'm in. What am I? What am I playing? Probably songs. I don't know. Um, the triangle. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, a triangle shaped bass guitar. In. A triangle shaped. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say. Better be bass because that's the only equipment I still keep around. Ba- that, uh, that's do you, it. Do you have do you have a bass rig right now? Uh, I don't have a head. I have a cab and a okay. bass and all that. I was actually thinking about getting rid of my cab pretty soon, but uh, I'll probably keep it around. Well, hey, um, if you want to keep in touch with us, make sure you hit up our website. It's icpwwe.com. There are links there where you can join our Discord. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us. You can become a patron. You can buy merch. You can go to our YouTube that Aaron clearly filled with all of our episodes. Everything is up, y'all. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna make that lie because YouTube limits you to like ten uploads a fucking week or something like that. But yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, icpwwe.com uh go there. Check the Y'all, links. I would like to before we end, if I may. You may. Thank our dear dear supporters, our over the shoulder boulder holders. Rob, Viron, Corey, Blade, Gotti, April, Austin, Robbie, and Jimothy Fuck. <laughs> Thank you so much for your continued support uh, as our dear patrons. Uh, Y'all, Patreon, uh, our tier, we got one tier. It's $3. You get some cool added benefits. If you are a patron and you are in our Discord, please make yourself known if you are not in the exclusive Patreon-only chat so we can get you in there. Yeah, that way you can get exclusive clips from every episode. Every single one. I can't wait to f- hear what this one's going to be. There won't be any from this episode. I lied. There will. Oh, damn. There oh, will. good. It'll probably be a whole conversation about Andor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I have a good feeling. I know what it's going to be, but we'll see. Awesome. Y'all, thank you so much for listening. This has been, I, I'm kind of sad that we're taking three weeks off. And this has been a hell this of a is, season. It's been a hell of a season. And, and and it's it's the taken fact us that we all over the country, in, all over the world. We've traveled to parts unknown. We have traveled to parts unknown. Right. Previously to us. Yeah. They are now known. Yeah. We have we have traveled to parts that are currently known. Right. But weren't previously. Correct. Just to be clear. I, 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 I'm very happy that this. <laughs> With that, yeah, that happened too. I'm very happy that this season was able to wrap up so neatly at the end of the year and we could end it out with a great conversation with Andy. I agree. Big shout out to Jay and ICP for not dropping their albums and extending our season. <laughs> True, although I kind of wish they fucking did. Watch, um, them like, watch them like shadow drop them next week. Oh, damn it. That would fuck us. <laughs> yeah, that would that would really fuck us up. But you know what? We would we would we would make do. We would make do. Much like, like country boys. Oh, fuck. You beat me to it. <laughs> Y'all.
have a great 2022 merry christmas and happy holidays to you all we'll see you in 2023 for season six for eric and andy i'm aaron big old whoop whoop we'll see you uh, next year whoop 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 hey I tire of all this incessant insane clown posse discourse. Give me twisted with us. See you next season, motherfuckers.